I guess it's uh, those kind of ideas about the newness of ICTs that lead us into our second take on the question of the importance of technology and networks for international order. And that's a set of ideas around the claim that technology and networks are creating a new kind of international order, in some senses separate to or transforming of the state-based international order. And that's an idea and a thesis that's particularly associated with the global network society argument of Manuel Castells, around which much of part three operates. Simon, can you outline that approach to this question? Yeah, sure. I mean, in part, this goes back to something Helen said earlier about what is it that ICTs bring to the table that's new. And one of the things that could be argued is they bring a speed of interaction which wasn't there in the past. They bring or make possible a density of interaction that wasn't possible in the past and that they make possible flows and exchange of information on a scale that was inconceivable in the absence of ICTs. And Castells uses this argument to advance a very radical claim that the whole characterization of the international order as based on states is going to be increasingly misleading, that networked forms of activity, specifically networked through ICTs, will have a number of effects which will serve to undermine or supersede the state-based order. And the kinds of effects he has in mind are, first of all, the rise of new kinds of political communities so that people's loyalties, their identities, their sense of belonging in political terms will no longer be focused solely or even primarily on the territory of the nation state. Other forms of community, whether that's above the level of the nation state on particular issues or on a regional basis or perhaps a civilizational basis or communities which are at levels in a sense lower than those of the nation state, that in both these senses if people come to see their political allegiance as attached to non-state-based communities, that would have or could have significant implications for an international order based on states. Connected to that, other analysts have argued that we're seeing the emergence of new kinds of actors which are not just pressure groups within a state-based order but operating in a sense essentially independently of a state-based order. And sometimes these are called, for example, by Rosenau as sovereignty-free actors, political actors that are able to operate in effect without reference to the sovereignty of states and the state system. And again, to the extent that sovereignty-free political actors really do emerge, that political action starts to be organized and networked across state boundaries in a sense without respect to state boundaries. This might have implications for the ability of states and the state system to remain at the core of international order. So just to make sure I've got that right, what people like Rosner are arguing are that the kind of connectivity that ICTs enable allows the emergence of actors that almost float separate from the state system that aren't confined by the boundaries of particular states that are transnational and have a cohesion and an impact, a political impact, that can't be tied down to any particular nation state. 
and so pose a challenge in that sense to the state system as a whole, rather than simply influencing the politics of any particular state. Yes, that's right. And perhaps one, one way of illustrating that is the idea of a global civil society. Traditionally, we tend to think of civil societies in relation to the particular nation states that they, in a sense, are constituted in relation to. And while there are connections between the civil society of one nation state and those of another, all kinds of connections, much of our thinking has been nonetheless that civil societies, in a sense, are nationally configured. The idea of a global civil society is that these connections across borders, different scales, the changing nature of political loyalty, the changing nature of political identity, mean that actually global civil society has a reality over and above that of the various national civil societies that had once kind of made it up. If that were to solidify and develop, it would constitute a terrain of political action which was substantially independent of the interstate order. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.